Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Advantage. I am your host, Michael Fiddle. And on today's podcast, we are diving into the first batch of week one NFL bets. No fluff, straight to the stuff. It's just me today, so let's get into it. The first bet of the NFL season will be Thursday night, September 8th. Bills Rams, it's a banger in LA as the Super Bowl champs will have their home opening ceremony. They happen to play the team expected to win the championship this year, the Buffalo Bills. I think that's a very random surprise. The NFL happened to pair them. I'm joking. And the Rams are actually home underdogs with a plus 2.5. I am all over that. Laying a full unit on this right now. There's already sharp action on the Rams and reverse line movement. Two of my favorite things to see in the sportsbook indicators. This line opened at Bills minus one. And big money came in on the Bills because their preseason hype and their Super Bowl hangover narrative for the Rams. The line moved to Bills minus 2.5 or Rams plus 2.5. And the Sharps came back in and entered the market in a big way and backed the Rams. So we are getting sharp action, the best number available since the line opened, and thus reverse line movement because we are getting the better line in the direction of the sharp play. That is very rare, but it does happen, and it's more likely to happen in some of the biggest spotlight games, because in those games you have more public money in the market, and certainly the kickoff to the NFL season is that. A lot of public money on this game, and that is helping us give us good line movement, and the ability to back the Sharps. I am laying a full unit on this now. There is no way this moves to a plus three. There has never been a plus three from any sports book since this game has been posted. And if this line does move, I expect it to go back the other direction where it started. So let's take the plus 2.5 now and lock it in. From a preseason perspective... You guys know I'm on the Rams over 10.5 win totals. And I would fade the Bills' defense this year. I mean, their offense is going to be amazing. But the Rams always have an explosive and creative offense. I trust the Rams' offense versus the Bills' D more than I do the Bills' offense against the Rams' D, which has a superstar at every level. Donald, Wagner, Ramsey. The over-under for this game is 52.5 at most books, 51.5 at BetMGM. If you know how to bet totals, you know the most important number in football is that 51-51.5 split. There are so many reasonable outcomes that result in 51. So while I lean towards the over... Since I can't get the number at to be able to bet over 51, you'd have to play it at 51.5, meaning the game has to reach 52, which is much more likely than 51 based on historical outcomes. So even though I lean towards the over, 
no play for me on the total for game one. Moving to Sunday. There is one obvious bet on the board, and it brings me pleasure to say it is the big blue, the New York Giants plus six in Tennessee. The Titans are a fade team, and the Giants are a team with endless signs for positive regression. But I know how to speak betting better than I do football, so let me explain the reasons why the signals of Vegas are leaning towards my big blue. Sharp action on the Giants and normal line movement here. It opened at 6.5. It's at 5.5 at numerous books, but we could still get it at plus six with BetMGM. The New York Giants are getting 92% of the money bet on them while only getting 53% of the betting tickets. This means the people who are betting the big bucks are backing the Giants. And the people who are looking at the team names and the standings from last year are on the Titans. So that 92% money, while only 53% bet tickets, that is the sharp action. There is also a reliable systems play here. You guys listen to my basketball bets. You guys know I love a good, reliable system. It has a low total. This game has one of the lowest totals on the board at 43. And we are coming into the game with at least one team that was bad last season. That's you, Giants. That's you. So we have a bad team that's a road dog and a low total. Combining those those two factors is the system. It has a win rate of 62% over the last 400 games this theory was applied. 62% is amazing. We need a 52.4% to be profitable. So if you show me a historical split of 62 with that kind of data, 400 games of data, count me in to back it. Let me explain the systems theory. Because I talked about the total, but it does not mean I have a play on the total. It means I'm using the total as an indicator on how to bet the spread. It is harder for a team to cover a big spread when there are less total points scored. I assume that's pretty basic to understand, right? I'll exaggerate the numbers a bit to make it a bit more obvious, but there's a bigger chance of a 15 points difference in scoring when there's 60 total points scored as opposed to 30. So when you have a low total and a large spread, you can look to take the plus points and play the underdog. When one team has a bad season last year, we know football's a sport with a lot of change, a lot of delta in the standings, and teams rise and fall quick. So we can look to get ahead of preconceived notions from last year and expect the Giants to be better while the Titans regress a bit. Backing the Giants plus six for a full unit. This theory also applies to one more game. The Jaguars at the Commanders. Jaguars plus 3.5 is another bet. I won't overly explain this one because, again, it's the same theory, 
The total in that game is 43.5, just half a point higher, and still one of the three lowest totals on the board for week one. And we are seeing 73% of the bet tickets come in on the Jaguars, while 95% of the money is there. Jaguars plus 3.5. Again, full unit. Final pick for week one spreads thus far is Monday Night Football. The Seattle Seahawks plus 6.5 at home versus the Broncos. Russ returns to Seattle right away. This storyline surprises me just as much as the Bills-Rams in week one. The Seahawks just announced Geno Smith as their starter, which means a level of continuity. The team knows how to play with Geno, which is actually great for betting purposes and has me even more confident in taking the plus money. Broncos are a new QB, a new head coach, while the Seahawks return Pete, Geno, those wide receivers, Rashad Penny, who was electric at the end of last season. And if you listen to my podcast episode on win totals, you would know the way I am approaching playing the Seahawks this year is to constantly take the points and the plus money plays on them. I think they are a mispriced team. I don't want to take a futures win total bet, but I am happy to back them every week through the first four to six weeks and see how this season starts to go. I would not be shocked if the Seahawks are fighting for a playoff spot amongst the last few weeks of the season. While everyone else is betting them to be one of the worst teams in the NFL, I am zagging hard. I am seeing that as a value opportunity to go the other direction. A 72-year-old coach in Pete Carroll with weapons, is not going down without swinging. People want them to rebuild, but they've shown no organizational signs of starting that process. They are going to say, Russ left, so what? It's kind of badass. Let's back the Seahawks Monday night, plus 6.5 against the Broncos. So those are the four spreads I will be playing in week one. I may handicap some totals, but I wanted to get this out a little early so we can get those bets in now while the numbers are where they are. And once we see the lines coming up weekly, the schedule of DFS and betting will become a bit more routine. I still have one more episode to figure out for this week. I'm not too sure what it's going to be yet. And then at least two DFS-focused episodes for next week as well. We are almost live for football season. The wagers are officially pending. One more time, they are Rams plus 2.5, Giants plus 6.5, Jaguars plus 3.5, and Seahawks plus 6.5. Full unit on all of them. There is a reason, go look at the historical trends of what happens on week one and how many times the plus money teams cover, it is no surprise I am taking four teams with plus money going into week one. Full unit, again, on every single one of these plays. 
please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Please follow me on Twitter. These plays have already been posted there, along with a gif of Cam Newton giving the I'm back celebration, because that's exactly how this feels right now. Let's go. Talk to you guys soon. Peace out.